Hey, welcome to another episode of the podcast. Guys, I'm so excited to give you guys this conversation today. I have my friend on Jazz. <laughs> Let me tell you, this guy's an incredible photographer slash videographer. We're going to dive deep into Jazz's content journey and some of his earliest projects and some projects up to date. So I'm super excited for this one. This one's an awesome conversation. Might be one of my favorite to date. <laughs> Chase, what's, what's up, up, man? Jack? How you doing, man? I'm good. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, You're man. Doing I some video complain. work uh, later today. Actually, <clears throat> when I leave here, I'm about to. I shot a music video a couple months ago, maybe okay. a month ago. Yeah. And we're gonna go check it out. So where'd you shoot at? We shot in downtown Tempe, like on Mill. Okay. In his house, we use his house too. So what was it like uh, West Six or something? West Six, the parking garage Is that where you right were? there. Yeah, what? the parking garage right there. We actually got kicked off, but. We got everything we needed, so. How'd the shoot turn out? I think it went pretty good. Where are you like, at right now, like finished? Uh, I got post. as much done as I could, but we'll probably have to get some more B-roll. Just cause like the end of the song, it just like rides out. The beat just kind of rides, so. What's the vibe of the song? Um, it's called Suede, and it's just talking about, it's like an R&B type hit. And he's just talking about how, uh, the love for his girl. The hook is your love feels like suede. Have you promoted that on your gram at all yet, or? I put it on my story. Okay. Like just like a little clip just of it. Just me editing it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then I might have seen that. Then okay. Was that the one you were editing on like a big TV or no? Yeah. Was that's it? my monitor. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you just use that as your monitor. Yeah. That's cool. So, um, how's the video and stuff going, bro? Like last I checked, you've been doing like some major grinds lately, and you've been working with like a guy yeah. who does like a podcast and stuff. He does a radio show. He makes it clear that it's like a radio show, not a podcast. Okay. Like it's, um, I got connected with him. He's actually my mom's neighbor. That he just moved, but your that's mom's neighbor. Him. Yeah, he okay. does. Have you heard of Gary V? You know yes. Gary V. He yeah. does kind of the Gary V thing, but okay. like on a smaller scale. He travels and speaks. That's his main thing. But he has the radio show. That's kind of what he does. What's uh like uh. Like channel is he on? Uh, it's a very conservative, conservative channel. Nine sixty. Nine sixty. I've never even heard it. That's to be cool. Honest. Okay. It's pre-recorded and then it goes, it goes on on Sundays. We shoot it on Tuesdays. So it goes out on Sunday. Are you just kind of like handling all of his content and stuff? Or? Yep. I follow him. So Tuesdays is like his busiest days. Tuesdays we do the radio show and then usually afterwards we go to like a TV studio where he shoots like training courses because he does speaking. Okay. Um, so he does like training courses. Is he like a motivational speakers. speaker? Or? That's what I would say, but he doesn't like to be called that. But no. that's... But he likes to like uplift that. people and stuff. I, I totally like got the vibe when I was like seeing like the content you posted of him. He seems just like an energetic like yeah he's super kind of exactly. guy. You know? he, I mean, he used to be in the military. He was a okay. drill sergeant. I can see so that. He kind of he's like he's got the voice for it. Yeah. yeah yeah yeah. Well that's cool man. Uh, how long have you been working with him now? Probably since about July I think it was probably towards the end of July. Consistent. Um, so what three or four months now? Yeah. And I mean uh. I mean, he's he's really plugged in. Like, I I leverage his network. That's a big thing with being around him. It's just because yeah. I've gotten access to people and stuff that I wouldn't normally have. So, are you um, like the sole content guy? He used he's used a couple of people in the past, but right now, I do most of it. Like, he'll bring his own for the for the radio show. He'll bring his own cameras and kind of set it up like this. Okay. And then he has an editor that he sends it off. So to he kind of has like ideas for what he wants to do, and yeah. then you kind of just like help with that or like. Edit I just that. do like the highlights. Okay. And then for the TV sh or the radio show, he 
who wants to have it all the whole hour. I don't do that. Somebody else does. So, so you're still like freelancing pretty much, right? Yeah. You don't work for me. the tire company no more. No, that was the last time I was there. Yeah, I got. I was actually furloughed from COVID. That's what yeah. happened. Okay. And then they asked me to come back, and I was like, Nah, I'm good. I'm, I'm gonna do my own thing. Really? Yeah. I just. I mean, I had been wanting to for at least the past year, and um, I was kind of plotting my getaway. Yeah. And then uh, COVID was just kind of like a sign. It was like, yo, it's now or never. I mean, it's not really the market. It's not the best time, but it's not the perfect time. But, you know, if you're waiting for the perfect time, you'd be waiting forever. So it's just like... So you, you basically had a job, COVID hit, you could have went back to that job and you decided to just kind of do this journey yourself, exactly. be your own boss and move forward like that. Yeah, because I think like the biggest thing, like I was there for in total probably about five or six years. Right. And like, I think for me, the biggest draw was um, thinking that, you know, nine to five is, is stable. Mm-hmm. And it's not. <laughs> it's not when a pandemic uh, is. Exactly. It's right. only as stable as the economy, but... It's just, I mean, outside of that, I realized, cause I'm doing, I did photo, video, and graphic design for them. And just being there, just over the years, I realized I could do this. I could do exactly what I'm doing there. For a there, lot more people. For a lot more and have people, more time. work less, make more, have more time. And so, um, yeah, I was like, you know, nine to five is cool. I'm not knocking it, but it's just like, I'm not. You're like me, bro. You just I can't uh, do you want to be your own like, boss. Yeah, yeah it's I a struggle can't. having to force yourself to go to a place where you think you can like outperform somewhere else. Yeah, and then you know? the ceiling, like you, your cap, you can only make so much. You can only make as much as you work. It's just like, were you salary you, up with those guys or salary, uh, hourly yeah, salary? salary? Was it like, like I don't know? Was it was it good? Oh, it was good. Like yeah. I mean, that was like coming out of school. Like I think that was like. That was a good Maybe job. The, it was in a it was in a field that I wanted to work in. It was automotive, doing stuff that I like. But just after a while, it's just like, man, like everybody that's there, they've been there since the start. I mean, it's a privately owned company. Most of them been there for about 15, 20, 25 years. Yeah, but we jump around. Yeah, we're, on the our, move. we're a different generation. Yeah. But I'm just like looking around at these guys. They're like, man, I don't want to be like y'all. Time I don't want to be here yeah. in 10, 15 years working for a 50 cent raise every year or something like that, you know. Mm-hmm. But they also have families and stuff. I think that's a big thing for me is I don't have family. I don't have a wife or kids. So I, I'm free to just kind of, I got a little more leeway to just kind of like peace out, you know. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally, totally. So like, uh, how's it been just freelancing, being your own boss, man? It's been... Up and it's down or up and downs, consistent? Exactly. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's harder than I thought. I'm not going to lie. Like, but at the same time, this is the first, everything that happens is the first time. Like, nobody in my family's done it. I'm really? the first one to do it. So okay. there's not really, I can't really follow anybody's advice or, mm-hmm. you know, I can only take it so much. You just got your logo and stuff created, right? So I did, yes. Uh, that's I had a sick. friend that I went to college with. Okay. He, he's done, he made it for me, you know, JG jazz gold um yeah i'm pretty happy with it i think it came out pretty good <laughs> it looks sick bro Thank so you. like did Appreciate you just kind of get like the llc and all that started or sole proprietorship uh, got, or have you already yeah, done that llc started last year okay um, i've what... been doing it for you know five or six years on the side mm-hmm. but i just got the llc done last year when i was plotting my escape you know trying to get out so last summer t- tell me this and so like what are some of the moves that you're thinking about you know ambushing when it comes to content and clients do you have like a excuse me do you have like a strategy or like kind of like a way of like trying to get your like name more out there or get more clients or uh most of it right now is coming through the guy that i'm with uh yeah. his name is dom Dude, word of mouth is awesome bro it is that's yeah. exactly i mean that's how i get a lot of my my work it's just through him just being around him 
because he'll go to events and stuff, and I'm just just being there. And then you other know? people are like, hey, you do video, yeah, photo, like, like who hey, is that I need guy? that. You know, who are you? And right. People want to. I mean, his he people like people in his network. They really respect him. Yeah. So just being, because um, he's heavy. He used to be. He used to be uh, in the military. He used to be a cop. So he's kind of got that. Those people behind him, and they really, really respect him. So just being. If you do anything for him, it's just like they really respect you. Like, oh, so that's you really solid, with bro. So it's like you know, hey, you work with the, like with this guy. We all love this guy. You must be a baller exactly, yourself, bro. Exactly. Like, we even can if probably I trust wasn't, you. Even right. if I wasn't, they just kind of get that perception. That's solid. That so am, is that guy so. like your biggest client right now? Yeah, he's my biggest client in anything that comes from him, really. So how often are you working on his stuff weekly? Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday? Every Tuesday. Sometimes. Like with editing and stuff, though, like outside of like production. Oh, probably, maybe I'll set. Usually, I do usually Thursday or Friday is when I work on his stuff. Just like a full day, just like get everything kind of. Have you heard of the tomato timer? No. It's where you you work for 25 minutes. You break for five, work for 25, and then break for five. Just consistent? Yeah. And it, I mean, I just started doing it within the last few weeks. Okay. And I think it really, because for those 25 minutes, you just zone in. That's the only thing you do. You mm-hmm. just, whatever that task is, you just do that. Mm-hmm. And then for five minutes, you get a break. And then 25 minutes, you finish that or start something so new. So you're setting but, a timer or is it kind of just yeah. a mental lapse? Like every yeah, I just 25? do it on my phone, a little 25 minutes, and it, it really helps. You think so? I think so for me, because sometimes I get distracted. You know, I'm like, yeah. I got the whole day. I got a whole 12-hour day. You know, I'll just kind of work a little bit and they kind of get sidetracked. But having that timer really helps, I think. For Versus me. like just trying to just bulk work yeah like I'll, then, I'll sit down for four hours and like that's not gonna like I might sit for four hours but I'm not gonna work for four hours you're gonna be like on the phone or exactly. just kinda like other stuff for like a little if bit if you break it down into that little 25 five it just kinda helps you so you think that's been like a major improvement in like I productivity so, yeah. for you definitely the yeah. tomato timer tomato timer it's like it comes from I looked at the history but it's like it could I don't know it's like some some French guy or Italian guy his last name sense, translates tomato. to tomato and okay. he just developed it so huh. that's what i've been using so uh how's it been with the equipment man equipment dude yeah. i just bought a new camera i was oh, actually no. looking at the s3 the a7 s3 the alpha yeah, yeah but like over the past year i got the xt3 fuji xt3 i don't know if you're familiar you were, with you were about to sell that weren't you i'm still trying to okay. yeah um the biggest draw when i bought that was at a shop it shoots 4k 60 i was like oh 4k 60, 60 yeah. like oh this is dope and just like over the past year that i've been using it i don't really shoot that much 4k number one because it takes up a, a lot, lot of space i've a learned lot that. of memory yeah and number two like most clients they can't tell like i'll shoot 1080 the true difference yeah or even they just really having can't it tell. i mean most of them are looking on a phone or they're not looking for that like i've shot 1080 before and punched into 150 percent and clients don't even know. Like, really? I mean, I can tell because I, I did it and I know, but most clients are like, oh, this looks great. I'm like, so okay, most clients, why am I shooting in 4K? So would you say that most clients prefer just t- like keep it at 1080, it looks good, like it's it's cool to me versus like, yeah. oh, wow, this is in 4K. I think most of them, as long as you're, as long as the final is, looks good, they don't even... They're not too picky about that. Yeah. I mean, I would never do it, but I think most people could like pass off 4K? 1080 as yeah. 4K, like put it out in 1080 and tell them it's a 4K, they'll believe just because you know unless they specifically ask for 4k most people they're not gonna know hmm, gotcha and it's just like the amount of space it takes up i'm like oof i know like, it takes up a lot of man. space like it really does like it, i used yeah. to do that with the podcast i used to have that one recording at 4k and then 1080 now they're both at 1080 because i was like well, well one that's kind of dumb anyway because it's like different quality video mm-hmm. so you, you should probably have that matched but yeah that was a big that was dude that had to have been like i think between like 
10, 20 gigs, like a clip. Does that yeah. sound about right? Yeah. Like, it was a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And then like the whole, you know, like the whole podcast and stuff would come out to like, I don't know. It was a lot. I would say maybe close to like a hundred hundred gigs. Yeah, yeah. That's about right. I think the, when I first got that camera, I shot a music video, um, just to kind of get used to the equipment and the whole music video, all the footage that I got, I had, there was some drone footage in there too, but it was almost a terabyte. I was like, Whoa, this is really, I'm not a whole terabyte. Yeah. I was Damn, like, no, geez. I'm not. That's probably because all the editing and stuff that you made. Yeah, like, put in that, yeah that was the project too. Um, like the file project. I've mean, been using Final Cut Pro. Final Cut Pro. Um, and so the whole project, including you know Final Cut file, but you're on Mac though, terabyte. right? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I was like, I can't. Uh, y- y'all gotta have to pay for hard drives now. Like I can't a whole terabyte. That's crazy. Well, I mean, I'm learning. I'm like, I've been learning that a lot of like video guys and stuff. They have just massive SDs on hand yeah. on deck and stuff. And I, I mean, guess. once I get there, yeah. But yeah. like right now, I can't spend two, three hundred dollars on a drive. How many you, you know? have right now? Like little SDs. I have about four or five. Four or five. Um, they're all different, different sizes. Sizes, gotcha. but um, yeah, about four or five. Probably a total of like. 10 terabytes or something just filled with some photos some video Um, so have you basically kept everything since day one almost everything yeah Um, I've deleted stuff just stuff that I don't think I'm gonna use or just from like lower paying clients I'm Mm -hmm. like you're not even it's not no disrespect it's not even worth keeping it like you're taking up space that I could be using Um, but I keep as much as I can until I need to delete something so yeah I've kind of been like the same way but I did have to like delete just like a whole bunch of like unedited just kind of like raw photos because they were just taking up too much space yeah because I only have one I have a like a two terabyte SD Um, and yeah we're slowly getting there it's almost full yeah almost at some point so how's the the mavic been the mavic it's been pretty good i'm not gonna lie um it's been a while it's probably been at least probably two or three weeks since i've used it Mm -hmm. but um i like it it's 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 compact it folds up really small i mean the box or the bag probably fit in something smaller than that right um and it shoots it doesn't shoot as good as the one that Phantom. I, the Phantom 4 Pro, because mm-hmm. that shoots 4K 60, which is nice. Right. Um, but this one to shoot 4K 30, mm, whatever. It's really not it's good enough. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I've been enjoying the Phantom though. Yeah. So for those, for uh, those of you the watching and listening, so Jace actually sold me his Phantom, and uh, dude, the thing's been a beast, man. I've had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. I think my funnest uh, place with the drone. Let me think real quick. I took it to California. Um. I don't know. I, I took it a lot of space, like a lot of spots. I just did one. I'm blanking right now, man. I went. I did one at Pleasant, Flagstaff. I popped it up. I popped it up in Wilcox when I did a sunflower shoot. Nice. Wow, okay. I yeah. I haven't even looked at that footage. <laughs> um, California. I popped it up somewhere. I'm trying to think of where that was though. I think it was just on a beach. But I don't know. Either way, I, I've loved the fan, bro. Like, thank you again. I'm glad we made that connection because yeah, that's like, how we met. That's how yeah, we and met. it was a, it was a hell of a deal though because the, the the filters that were involved. It came with a lot of stuff. And yeah. he like he like actually like packed like extra equipment in case stuff broke down, like extra wings, yeah. hella batteries. Jace hooked it up, guys. He hooked it up. He made it possible. <laughs> but yeah, it's been awesome, bro. I, I look forward to like just using it more with maybe like music videos and stuff. And like, I know you told me that you kind of like had an idea of like going somewhere up north or maybe like with the with the truck, like a desert spot and kind of having like that that drone like follow the, you know, the car and whatnot. Yeah. That'd be a really cool shot that I still haven't like gotten. Yeah. 
it's um I still want to do I mean I've done it I haven't probably haven't done it the way that I want to but it's gonna snow pretty soon I've seen like Flagstaff Sedona it's supposed to snow so have you been 4 by 4 yeah you not have. in the snow yet not in this one yeah um but I want to get up there, you know. You know, being one of the things, you know, being freelance, being self-employed is we can go whenever. You know, schedule, we don't have to man. be relegated to just the weekends. Right. So it's like, you know, I can go on a Tuesday or Wednesday if I want to for however long. That's true, you know? man. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Cool. All right, let's take our first break. That was a perfect transition. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm liking the flow. Yeah. <laughs> So you said like going on north and stuff. Um, we're actually getting ready to do like an Airbnb trip. Okay. I want to try to do it when it snows, um, but kind of like the group's kind of pushing and just kind of do it, I guess, before like it gets too, too late. Where are you thinking about going up north for like footage and stuff if it snows? Just anyway, I think Sedona would be nice in the snow. Have you been up there uh, when it snowed? Are you from here? Yes. Okay. Whole life. Um, nice. So I took, I don't know if you heard, it was like, I think two years ago or like yeah like two years ago we had like record breaking like snow here yeah. and up north and stuff so I went up there twice and got like the most insane content I might have like ever had like photo wise to Sedona or? yeah so have you been to Slide Rock yes so I went it's, to yeah it's kind of like there's like a, a cliff like jumping spot and then there's just like a little like stream of water yep. that kind of just rolls through yeah 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 so i went there when it was like covered completely in snow with the water and everything it looked awesome bro nice. like that might have been like one of the coolest photos i ever took um because it doesn't snow like that there like often yeah mainly like flagstaff and like more north like payson and stuff yeah um so yeah that was sick have nice. you been to payson um i've been there I've been to the rim. Like, I've driven okay. through there to go to the rim and all okay. that stuff, but I've never actually been to Payson. Um, so, uh, I, w- I would love to go to Sedona when it snows. It's just not likely anytime soon, really. And so, like, you know, Payson, Flagstaff, those are two spots that kind of everyone's, like, cool with going. Yeah. Uh, and my, my neighbors, actually, um, they like to go, like, camping and stuff. So, at some point, we're going to make a trip. And so, if you want to, like, boogie up and, yeah. like, meet us out there or maybe even, like, get the air and maybe with us, that'd be sick. So, that's yeah. we're trying to do that, I guess, like, probably after November. Okay. Probably going into December. When it's cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want the snow. Okay, I never yeah, really yeah. had like a, a white winter before. Okay. Have you? Yeah. yeah. Really? I'm, yeah. I mean, well, I mean my dad I'm, was in the military, so I moved. You're moving, yeah. I've lived like in every climate, so That's right. He has been around guys. <laughs> We're moving. But uh I don't know. It would be cool to do that though. And like obviously like for content and stuff. And just like I don't know. I'm envisioning just like waking up or going to bed maybe with like a fire with the boys around or having a good time and you got snow coming down. I don't know. Yeah. See, I've never seen that before. I've never been through that. So that'd be awesome. Yeah. Are so, you guys going for fun or for for content, content trip? Yeah. Content, content trip, yeah. I'm kind of like, and I don't know if you're at like the same spot, but when it comes to like going out and like partying and stuff or like drinking at bars or whatever, it's kind of like fading for me as in like how excited I am to just like go do that versus like maybe like let's go take a trip, a content trip versus like let's let's take a vacation and like let's have a weekend where we just kind of have fun and chill out and then come back and, you know, work. Yeah. You know, that's one thing that like sometimes I'll go out and 
I sometimes I struggle like I want to bring all my stuff to get content but I also just want to kind of chill and take in whatever it is that I'm seeing so that's one thing that I go back and forth I'm like I kind of want to chill but I also want to get content it's just like man after 5 p.m. yeah then we can chill <laughs> yeah 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 okay so yeah okay I <laughs> so there's a balance to that obviously there's there's chilling content stuff but that's what we would prefer to do yeah like go up there get like a locations down of where we're gonna like travel and stuff kind of make like a mini itinerary mm-hmm. and then just like shoot content throughout the day and just get like cool clips to use yeah so transitioning back uh, obviously like the freelancing stuff so we were talking about like consistency of clients and stuff how has it been like if you can even like go into a little bit like financially obviously being your own boss there has to be like some ups and downs financially like versus like the consistent income with your last job you just well yeah when you work the nine to five you get your two paychecks a month like you know what you're gonna get and when right when you're self-employed it's just kind of you those are two things you don't know mm-hmm. so it's one month you might have you make it bank you're just stacking up stacking up right. the next month is dry you're not getting anything so you just kind of kind of just be aware of what you're spending what you're taking in um and i mean it's a learning process you know yeah. it's not the income is it's not consistent but it's just at least being able to project out like what you what you might have coming in next month or the next the month after yeah um have you been like scaling and growing that then as you kind of like you know gotten oh yeah. gotten more out there and stuff yeah it's yeah. just spreading more through word of mouth really right. um I've shot some real estate lately. That's probably what I've been doing the most, just trying to get into some real estate. Yeah, um, that pays good. And it's yeah. really fun and easy yeah. for us. It's easy because you just, you don't, there's no people. And, you don't have to pose a person. You just show up, assuming the house the is house. ready to go. Right, hoping it's ready to go. you just shoot. You know, you don't have to, oh, can you do this? Can you do this? It's like, no, you just you shoot Getting the house. Getting it out. Exactly. And it's usually a quick turnaround, so. How many houses have you done work for? Um, not that many, to be honest. Probably about, a little bit, probably between ten and twenty, about fifteen or so. You don't think that's a lot? Year. I don't think so. I mean, within the past year, that well, probably since the beginning of this year, January. So it almost has been a year. It's really good, man. I mean, some people shoot ten a month. But that's 10, all they do. A month, yeah. You do a whole bunch of stuff. I think. Um, I mean, I try to stick to the the higher value homes, like million plus dollar homes. Yeah. Because those real estate agents, they have the. Spending money on the budget, yeah. you know, to, to do that. Some people will shoot like a $200,000 home. They'll do a whole bunch of those a week, but it's like you can't. It's hard to make money doing that. You know, you got to shoot for the higher ups. And then they know other people with a lot of money. So it just, um, it just helps. It kind of works in, in place, right? So how, okay, tell me this then. How do you pitch to uh, like clients that have bigger valued, you know, homes and stuff? I just tell them that their competition is already using it because it's true like their real estate agent friends are already using video number one number two it'll help them land more listings like it'll help you sell this listing but it'll help you also gain more listings too it's not just specifically about whatever house that you're trying to pitch them on but it's like for future use you know right like because you can't the real estate agents they can't use the same pictures or if they have video like over time exactly like if you're listing a house and then you can't sell it and i come in i can't use your pictures i have to get new pictures true every time so So what would you say because i know that people say this when it comes to agents and stuff they have like a guy who they kind of pay decent way less than what you like we would probably go in there with right and they're like well like the, the photos aren't bad i'm pretty good right now like how do you persuade them to be like hey like look this is what you need this is what you need to do 
moving forward. And this is the quality of content that like you're gonna you're gonna need if you want to like get up there. Like, what do you what do you say to them about that? Usually, those clients aren't, in my experience, they're not even willing to pay. So you just kind of like move on. Just kind of let them. After the initial pitch, if they're not feeling it, it's just because I mean I have a template. I just copy and paste, change out their name, right? And then usually they're either all in or they're just kind of like, oh well, I'm using somebody. Um, I'm and I'm pitching video too, so not okay. everybody. They're, they don't all have video too. So. Were you doing just photos and stuff before? I've never done photos. Like the very first one I did was video? video. Yeah. I would say that would be even more value out than photos. Yeah. Yeah, a lot more. I'm not gonna lie, it's getting hard now because some of these ages they'll have the the little handheld gimbals. They're getting so the cheap. They just think they're like and then the baller iPhone and stuff. 12, whatever. I mean, you could get pretty decent stuff out of it, but a lot of them they're not gonna take the time to edit. Like shooting a house is it's easy, I think. Like. I think you don't have to you don't have to I mean we you can do it on a phone but you a lot could. of people don't want really to take the time to do it like they're these agents are busy showing homes making new contacts and stuff they just they don't want really to take the time to do it or they do so, do it and they just post it and it looks no bad. editing it looks but bad that's yeah. what they do a lot of the time yeah which is not good I don't think there's anything wrong with that but if you're selling a five million dollar home ten million make it look home, like it's worth that yeah and you, it's on the cell phone you know your buyers are gonna just that kind of lowers your brand i think for me so so has it been super easy for you to just kind of like pitch to you know realtors and stuff like hey you know let me come in and you know help you with your content and the quality of it and it's been i'd say it's that's probably one of the tougher areas to get into think so? for me it's just because i mean i'll probably send out I send out a lot of emails and just DMs. Mm -hmm. And then um, I'd say maybe there's like a 10% hit rate. If I send out 100, I might get 10. That's normal 10. with anything like that, yeah. yeah. But it's just like to get them to see the value of it, you know, it's just like, well, I can only sell the home one time, but it's like, well, yeah, but your alternative is your cell phone or some 3D matter Matterport. Have you heard of that? No. It's just Matterport. like a 3D tour. It's, oh, it's hard yeah, yeah, to use. yeah, okay. Have you but, tried that? No. Okay. I've never... Like, the thing That's with that cool. is that the client... Like, whoever's watching it, they actually have to... Move it. Yeah. Which, and, you know, could be annoying. Yeah. And, right. and some of these people in the higher the higher markets, they're a little older. They're not apt with technology. They're that not going to want to do all that stuff. I didn't think so. about that because I thought that would be a good idea for maybe, like, anything or, like, everything. Had the 3D. I don't know. I think it looks cool, but you definitely make a good point, though. Yeah. Some people not might not know how to navigate that. Yeah. You're relying on the end user to actually know how to use it. Right. It's just... It's kind of less exciting, too. It's like, you know, if I'm going to spend $5 million, let me feel excited about it. You know, if, if I have to navigate it, I'm like, eh. So, like, um, so most of these, like, realtors that you go after, are they part of, like, a, a realtor, like, team? Or are they all just kind of, like, solo agents and stuff? It's a little bit of both. I mean, okay. like, sometimes I'll come across a whole brokerage where it's the team and I'll just... DM or email each one individually. Is that how I mean, that works, or is it kind of like a, by a team? They just have like one video guy that kind of helps everyone on the team, or is it individual? You think it's, it's up to them because I mean oh, okay. each person still only has to sell their own home. So okay, I mean they're not competing against each other, but it's just like you know what you sell is up to you, what I sell is up to me. Um, gotcha. But I mean I have come across some agents or some brokers where they have one guy that does it for the whole for the whole team. Yeah. Yeah, because I was going to say, that would be really good. Yeah, then you get in with all the agents. Dang. So, so um, my roommate and I are working on getting our drone licenses. Okay. So, obviously, I told you about, like, months ago, bro, like, me trying to get it. So, yeah. we're going to, like, take the courses together. And we're going to, like, study that together so we can try to go take the tests and stuff. 
But I don't know, like, tell me this, and obviously I know what you're going to say, it's a huge advantage, but what's the advantage of having your drone license, and, like, how much more does it make you, like, marketable out there? Oh, it's, I think it's... Like, a total 100% difference? The thing is, is obviously you don't need it. I think we talked about this before. You it's don't like a need it. license. Right. You can drive without a license, but if you get caught, then you're... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, with this, is you kind of you can kind of tout that. Like, I have on my... I tell everybody, yeah, FAA-approved Part 107 license, licensed drone pilot. And that kind of... Just hearing that, like, oh, you're approved by the FAA to fly your drone. And then not only that, you can, like... You can get clearance to, uh, like, if you're close to the airport or something like that in some restricted airspace. And, yeah, yeah, you can yeah. call them up. Again, you don't you don't need to do that. Well, actually, with they did do an update with DJI where if you're if you, you can't even take off if you're in like a restricted airspace. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, I know about that I mean, one. Before you could just throw it up and it'll just really? beep at you and scream at you, but now it's like you can't even. Yeah, when I started with the Spark, bro, it was super restricted in certain yeah, areas, bro. Wouldn't even let you. Wouldn't take even off. let me at all. No. Yeah. Huh. But yeah, I think having that, like, if if you tell an agent that it's like well is your guy that you're using right now is he fa certified to fly you know like that's a big that's (laughs) a big fine and that's federal that's federal the airspace is federal so if you could that's a big fine you could go to jail um so most cases that are not get your license yeah it's better safe to sell and it's only 120 bucks i think right so i think both ways though with the course and stuff right yeah yeah if you want to buy the course some of the courses they'll they'll like they'll pay if you fail it they'll pay for you to take it again okay so hmm. but i just i just found something on youtube really i was just you didn't even take a course no i was just looking at something on youtube damn i mean it's Shit. a whole they, they go through like the stuff that's going to be on the test yeah and i mean it's like a two-hour video but you can just skip through whatever you need to i watched that a couple times took some notes and then took the test damn Okay, let's take our second break. That's fucked, bro, because I bought a course. Did you? I think you told me that, though, damn it. Pretty sure you what, told me that. Do, you... do they have the thing where if you fail, they'll pay for it? The course? If you fail the test? Yeah. I'm not sure. It's just like, I have the course for my lifetime. Okay. And it just... What course is it? I'll have to show you. I don't know. It's just kind of like, it, it's, it has like modules, and then like at the end, you like take quizzes and stuff. Is it specifically for the, the drone license? Mm-hmm. Okay. And you go take like the spot or whatever. Yeah. Okay, let's get this third segment in. Dude, I don't know if you can believe this, but we're at like 35 minutes. That was pretty quick. Yeah. That's good. That's a good flow. But yeah, as soon as like we get our drone licenses, I wanted to try to get into real estate as just like a little side gig, cause like you were saying, it's easy, and it really doesn't take that big of like a shoot plan, right, to do right. that. And uh, I mean, it would be cool to like get into like obviously like higher, you know, valued, you know, real estate and stuff. When you first started doing real estate, where did you start at? Like, like at home they, value. The very first like home, home I shot was two million. It was two point one. Really? Million. In um like or kind of by Tucson. Do you know where um Dove Mountain is? It's like north of Tucson actually. No clue. Um uh, outside of Marana. Um I found this lady through actually 
I used to go at my old job. I used to drive up to Mercedes Benz of Scottsdale, Scottsdale a lot. Okay. And up there they have like the luxury home magazines or whatever. Really. And so when I was up there one day, I, I took the magazine and I was just emailing every every agent that was in there. And one of the ladies that got back to me, she's the one that lives out there or selling the home out there in Marana. And that was the first one I shot, like two hours from here. Yeah. Drove down there to um, shoot it. It's a new home. I mean, it's private. It's it's fenced in. It's on the Ritz Carlton. Um, Sounds really lane. nice. Yeah. yeah, she had to give me the gate code. I felt like really? a boss pulling up in there, just boop, boop, And that was your boop. first that shoot was the first at home. one. Well, yeah. What equipment were you using on that one? I was using uh, the Ronin S, the gimbal, yep. and then the Fuji X-T3. Okay. Um, no I drone? shot that in 4K, 62. I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm about to shoot 4K. Because, you know, shooting in 60, you could just slow it down. It would be smoother. Mm-hmm. And then, But, I mean, even that, again, the file size was crazy big. And I was just like, all right. Uh, How long was the video, though? I did two versions. I, the first one was a little bit over two minutes. That was the first one. It was okay. a little bit over two minutes, which I think was too long. That's the one I sent to her. Mm-hmm. But then the one that I saved for myself was, was like a minute and a half. Okay. Um, just because in the, in the first one, I was showing like every room, you know, every bedroom, the guest room, everything. Because mm-hmm. that's what they wanted to see. But in the final one, I just showed the big stuff, like what's selling the kitchen, the master bedroom, outside by the pool. Um, the den, just you know, the, the main stuff. So, have you learned that over time shooting homes and stuff? Like instead of showing every room and every detail, to show the the emphasis and like the bigger yeah. things. I think. Yeah. It, I mean, it helps keep it short because you know. I mean. It, it was pushing almost three minutes. It was like two and a half minutes. I think that's kind of long. I mean, it depends on how you how you carry it, how fast your edits and stuff are. Mm-hmm. But I thought for that one, it was getting kind of slow. It was just kind of. And then every room, like this, the small. I think it was a four bedroom, three bedrooms with a, a guest house actually. But some of the bedrooms they look similar. Like it's just. Okay. They, they look too similar. So. And you just did video with that, no photos and stuff. Yeah, just video. Did you she have a, was using somebody for photos? So. Oh, she was. Yeah. Did you have a wide angle on that? Yes, I was using. So the XC3 is a, a crop sensor. Okay. Um, but the lens I was using, I think it's like a nine millimeter. But when you do it to full frame, it's like thirteen. Okay. Which is okay. still wide, but That's I really think wide. the big the big thing with that lens is that it's called rectilinear. Meaning that, because you know, if you use a wide angle, sometimes your verticals they get distorted. They look I guess, fish yeah, eye. yeah, okay. With this one, it doesn't. It keeps all the vertical lines straight up and down. Gotcha. And so you don't get that like GoPro look. Oh, okay, okay, you're yeah. saying. Dang. And I think that's like I think if you're gonna go into real estate, having a wide angle lens is key Pretty because it, it makes the rooms look bigger right you know that's makes them look less cramped so dang so you kind of just basically like took a shot in the dark and just started you know calling people up so what did you have to like prove to you know her that nothing. you can do this i was like nothing really <laughs> i just sold her i you know i was telling her that you know you're selling this two million dollar home and everybody other people in your market other agents they're all they're already using video mm-hmm. and you, you know you're i threw out some youtube you know how much some just some statistics on how much video we watch and how much more information we retain okay. when we watch video and she's bought into what did she it. have before though like crappy photos no, and video the pictures that she was using they were actually really good she just didn't have, didn't have video. video yeah got you dang that's exciting man so have you uh like started charging more since that first time you think or you still just have like your same price um, it depends i think i'm probably hovering around the same actually i i i really i didn't think she was gonna go in with the price i think i had her at like 1200 bucks mm-hmm. i was like whoa 
I mean, that sounds like a lot. Like, I'm about to charge you $1,200 to shoot a video. Think of the value of the home, though. But yeah, how much yeah, you would make. Like, that doesn't mean like, anything. Yeah. Each, each agent, you know, they make like a 6% commission, I think, or 3% or something. But out of $2 million, Stupid. like, you're to take out 1200 bucks out of your marketing budget is just nothing. You're not going to feel that. No. So. So, okay, so like, so you, you said you kind of have like similar prices and stuff, but you've gained a lot more experience since the first one and your equipment's obviously gotten bumped. So are you still thinking about like the same price? And if you were to do like one coming up, uh, obviously you still do the video for it. Have you started like using the drone for any of that? Oh yeah, I'll use the drone on the first one, yeah. Oh, you did um, on the first one? Yeah. Okay, okay. Just, I think real estate agents, they're kind of expecting that now. Like even with their photos, she had, I don't, she even had uh, drone like photos. Okay. Um, but I think it's just something that they expect now um, is to see because sometimes the they want to see their buyers want to see how big the property is, how close it is to the golf course and, you know, whatever. Okay. Um, so having that aerial view really helps. Some people that don't have drones, I've seen they use uh, Google Maps. And just kind of zoom in. I'm like, yeah, yeah but it's you like don't want to. That looks cheesy. Quality. Yeah. yeah. I don't you like can that. tell that it's Google Maps. Like, I look at this every day. <laughs> Some people, I don't know. But, um, okay, so moving forward then compared to the first time, do you, like, every week, are you, like, sending emails and stuff? Or, like, how focused are you on that versus everything else? It depends. Like, I'll shoot. It just depends on who I'm going to focus on during the week. Like, mm -hmm. I won't always go after real estate agents. Okay. Sometimes I'll go after um, the guy, Dom. I'll just tap into his market, other speakers and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um it just depends on who I don't I don't shoot them all the time. Like sometimes I'll or right now I'm following a, a couple of like um, uh, I think it's called Arizona some page on Instagram where they just show all these big name homes that are for sale. Okay. And they tag the real estate agents, so I just go in there, boom. Hit them like a follow, and yeah. then real estate agents and, and builders. Those are like I mean, because with builders you can get more consistent because you're building homes, you're building the communities. So you can get uh, you can get more consistent work from them. So I would think. you go in like after the the homes built and everything though with the builders? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I think like the builder side of things. Yeah. Would they use it like that though for like what are they like what would they need that for you think? To showcase the the community that they're selling. Okay. Just, um, I mean I haven't done it but I know people that have done like a time lapse of them building the home you know mm -hmm. start to finish. So. Okay. So real quickly to the you know the the viewers and listeners here, um, who are you, Jace? Like who are you like when it comes to content and everything? Like what is it that you you know do? What are you capable of? And kind of what is your market like specific to you? I think I mean to be honest, I can I feel like I can shoot anything. To be yeah. honest, like if it fits in front of my camera, I'll shoot it. Yeah. I mean lately it's been real estate, some events. Um, I've done promo work for restaurants, automotive, fashion. Um, like right now, if it fits in front of my camera, I'm shooting it because that's where the money is. You so know, there's no limit. There's no there's limit. no capping on what you can do. Exactly. That's sick though. So you, but you've gotten to that point though. I, because I, I'm, I'm guessing when you started, you just kind of had like one focus. I was still well. When I started, I was shooting anything for okay. free. I was just reaching out to anybody, like, yeah. "Yo, do you need?" Well, yeah, no, you need video. I'm gonna shoot it for free. Right. And it's just kind of seeing what sticks, like you know. Um, so for me, it's just been fashion, automotive. I mean, I've been plugged into automotive for a while. Mm -hmm. um, but fashion, I went to school with a bunch of fashion designers, so I have my name in those hats. Um, and then real estate's just been coming from sending massive DMs and emails. Uh, Dang. 
That's awesome though, man. Obviously, it's probably been like a fun like journey and everything, right? Yeah, looking back, to be honest, I haven't looked back like I have like right now. Um, but I've definitely just thinking about the number of people you that I yeah, yeah the number of people I've met cool, haven't man. met right. um, reached out to. It's just like damn, like I'm sorry you didn't want to work with me. Now you your content looks like you know it doesn't look all that great. Like it right. sucks for you. And people, um, it, like, I, like uh, we can both explain, like, our side of the, like, the story from this, but people, like, get too lazy with, with like, their content when they're a business owner. And mm-hmm. honestly, I, I'm sure you could, like, have the same thing to say as me, but that's, like, one of the most important things I believe in for a business is your marketing. Oh, yeah. Growing an audience. But it takes, like, insane consistency and discipline to keep putting content out there. It doesn't always have to be, you know, the best content every single time, but keep putting consistent content out there and just getting out there. Would you agree with that? Oh, yes, 100. Like, and so, like, for us, like, it's, like, a struggle sometimes when you see a business have a good idea or a product, but they suck ass on the marketing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they just, they think they, they don't have to take it that seriously. And I don't know what's going in their mind when they say that. Like, they're just getting sales from, like, newspapers or whatever. But, like, I don't know. For me, that's, like, it, it's a little bit annoying, I guess I can say. Because it's, like, I'm trying to, sh- like, share all this, like, marketing knowledge and, like, you know, content possibilities for you. Yeah. And how, like, I try to emphasize, like, how important it is to, like, really keep up with that. Because people, like, think that they can just post three times a month and they're chilling because it's there. But, it, I don't know. It's more than just, like three posts a month it's consistency like more than anything i think definitely are do you think those people that you're talking about do they happen are they usually like older are they older folks well yeah because it's not like you're finding anyone like our age or like yeah. in their 30 35 i've noticed that, that too um because even the place where i was working my nine to five mm-hmm. they're owned by older people and it's just like they've been they've been in Super the area traditional yeah they've been here in this area is so planted that they think they can get away. I mean, they have been, but just like word of mouth, just uh, relationship based. They don't do, I don't think they, I mean, they've been around for probably about 25, 30 years now. So they have knowledge in other places, like for sure. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think they've ever spent a dime on marketing, like not a newspaper ad, not something on the, even in the old days, not mm-hmm. nothing on the radio, nothing newspaper, never even boosted a post on Instagram or Facebook. It's just like, no, we, we're going to do it this way. Why do you think that okay. is, though? You think people are scared to market their, their business or maybe just, like, to actually put money aside for that? Yeah, I think it's... I think it's... Yeah, they're just scared to, to put in the money. Like, it, you got to spend money to make money sometimes. It's, True. So it's, what, do you, what do you tell them when, you know, you have a client and you're like, hey, you should, you know, maybe consider putting this much into me or, like, the marketing or, like, promotions and stuff, and they just kind of... Like, do you ever, like, like share calculations? Like, hey, you know, you put 200 down for, like, a, you know, a video promotion and your product goes for, I don't know, like, 100 bucks, just to say. And then, like, two people out of, like, maybe a whole month of promoting that buy. You basically made that video back. But that's such a small number, too. Is that, do you ever pitch, like, calculations or, like, anything I mean, like I that? I do similar to what you say, but I tell them that, you know, this video lasts forever. Like, you don't have to only boost it once. You know, you could... Keep boost a couple it. times, and yeah. even if you don't boost it, it'll still be on 
your social media page like it still lives there so maybe even through the promotion you only got two people but it's still up on your youtube facebook instagram and it's it might still have already going paid to, yeah it's, it's going to pay for i usually break it down like that i'm like you only need to attract one or two people and it's paid for after right. that everything else is profit you, you you've paid for the video and everything why, else why, is, why is it so hard for people to they, understand that though i don't know they, but it's like one of our biggest like i think pitch pitch points you know what i mean like when, when we're trying to like really close you know, yeah. I don't know. I, I just like to like break it down like in calculations because I think they just like to think of like I don't know. I guess obviously not the bigger picture. I think a lot of them they want to see like money now. They want it to be True. returned like now, like today. Like, like make yesterday. this video for me. I'm expecting a sale tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, well, this doesn't how it's not how it works. It's mm-hmm. like you know, how many times did you look at your camera before you bought your camera? How many times did you look at your microphone? It's like a lot. I made yeah, sure I looked to keep to on find them, seeing it. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's dicey, man. But I definitely like I love um, you know the knowledge that you share. That's obviously like another reason why I brought you on the podcast today because I know, and then everyone else is watching. Like he knows what he's doing. His content's really, really good. Like it's fire, bro. And you've been consistent with it. You haven't. I mean, obviously, I, I don't. I don't know you like too, too close. So you might have days where you're just chilling or whatever. However you do it. But for the most part, for what I see on your social and just everything, like you're you're kicking ass, bro. And Thank like you. the clients you've gotten since we first went biking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think the consistency with your work, too, has also, like, gone a lot. Not saying that you weren't doing work when we first met, but, like, I see you putting just, like, a lot. Like, you you love this, bro. This is your passion, like, for sure. There's no doubt. Thank you. You know? And so I I see that with you. And, like, obviously, like, I'm super happy we made that connection. And, um... I like what you do, man. I appreciate cool it. cool stuff. Thank you. Like, a lot of the stuff that you do, I'm sure, like, people like me and then others that are following you can take bits and pieces from that to make everyone's work better, you know what I mean? So we kind of look up to you when it comes to content. Thank you. Yeah, bro. Dope. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll take our third break there. We were running sh- short on time. I didn't want to... My fucking last podcast, bro, my timer went off. That sucked. All right, so... We are at about the 42 minute mark, so this might be our last segue. Okay. So, just to let you know. Here we go with batteries. Perfect. Dude, I don't know why this Sony used to die so fast, I feel like, with the battery. I Because yeah. I have four of them, and I, I think you told me that. They said too, yeah, the battery life was kind of... But I don't know why now, like, this is only at 50%, and before, I'd probably be on another battery already. Oh, yeah? Was there an update for it out or you something? You think so? Like, why is that possible? Like, I, know, I wasn't getting good battery life with the A7 II. I mean, with shooting video, maybe 45 minutes, maybe an hour tops for video. Yeah. I feel like this camera like improved itself or something. I don't know why. <laughs> I was like, seriously, it used to die like so fast. But okay. Last segue, my guy, let's do it. Okay. So obviously just going back uh, to being like a, a truly like a big fan of your content, sincerely. Um, what, what are the plans for you like for the next, you know, year or two or even like five years? Like how big do you want to take everything you got right now? Oh, I want to have my own studio, to be honest, my okay. own video studio. Really? Um, oh, yeah. Just because um, I've vid- visited, I've been to a couple of studios out here, like green screen based studios and just video studios in general. Okay. And something that not all of them, I won't say anybody's name, but some of the studios like they... 
they have people, the people that are running them, they don't actually know anything about video. They have their hands in like another business and then the video side is like an upsell. And do they just rent the space out kind of thing? Well, they own the space, but um, they don't, they're not apt with like anything video. They just have a market. They have a big market. They have their names. Yeah. Hmm. They have a big network. And so they can get plugged into the video. I'm just like, wait, people that don't know anything about video are running video studios out here. I'm like, hold on. I can, all I need, you know, they just have a big name, big markets out there. And they're just leveraging that to bring in and they make their videos like it's okay it's good enough but so they, they, like, they have the space and then they also do all the videos and stuff that happen in there too oh yeah okay okay yeah but I want to have my own studio like I it's just a matter of time like I know I have the knowledge mm-hmm. you know I, I've been I've reached out to some of these studios I'm like yo um, y'all don't you know in a nice way I'm just like yeah what y'all doing is not so great like right. do y'all want, I can come in and, and make this look a lot better make the experience better for, for your clients because sometimes have you ever worked with a green screen? No. Or I no. hadn't until earlier this summer. Like my first experience with a green screen, and when I came in there, I just looked yeah. around at the, the setup, the lighting setup. I was like, whoa, this looks like ass. Like okay. you're, the setup is going to just based off of the lighting, this isn't going to look good. But right. I didn't say anything because I never worked with the green screen before. Oh, okay. And then so we got the footage back, and I was like, yeah, it looks exactly like I thought. It looks bad. Like yeah. it's just people that don't know video. I mean, they had 15, 20 lights up in there. I'm like, y'all don't need these many lights on one person. Like, Do they just have the directionals messed up or something, or just, it's just too much? Too many lights in the wrong in the wrong places. Some of them are too too warm, too cold. I'm just like, yo, what are y'all? how are y'all making money with this? Right. Like, really? Your clients like this stuff? And I mean, it comes out good enough for the client, you know, but I'm yeah. just like, yo, y'all can charge more with better work. And, um, I feel like when it comes to lighting, I'm probably like, like a solid B plus. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not like fully there yet when it comes to, like directional and just kind of like all the, like the different like light shining on mm-hmm. people, like subjects and stuff. Um, but I'm getting there. I think it's super important though. And it's probably bad that I'm only a B plus because I feel like it's like, crucial for video production to have like the right lighting set up right oh i agree like versus like what you were saying they have it just everywhere it's just but it looks okay everywhere like it looks it's bad man it's bad so you want a studio though oh yeah i'm gonna have a studio yeah you think you can do that when that's my three to five year goal i want to have a studio how big though like a suite well, I want to, you know, shipping containers. Have you looked, have you heard of shipping containers? They usually make them with homes. There, there's some down uh, downtown in downtown Phoenix. Like, there's some bars that are made from these things. Mm-hmm. But like ship the ones that go on like the oh, semi like trucks, cargo cargo yeah, things or whatever. They okay. renovate them and they. Yeah. I mean, they're like super modern. But mm-hmm. I want to get some of those. Be like a two story, two story studio, two story. Yeah. I mean, it's just gonna be open space because yeah. I mean that's what most studios are, and then I want them to be able to rent it out for whatever not just video but dance photo video just just gonna be an open space with so, video equipment so. are you providing the space or are you providing props studio oh both lights everything. equipment yeah. so you're gonna provide everything for them yeah the upstairs is gonna be the video yeah the downstairs will be open so for people are gonna be using your equipment yeah are you always gonna be there though well, no, I'm going to employ. I'm going to oh, be employing are. some people to okay, be. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, like, have people just kind of manage what's going on and stuff yeah. and make to sure, like, honest, the process like, is I cool. Want some of my, I want my brother and sister to, I want to employ them. Like, because they're, because me, for me growing up, it was always, like, go to school, go to school, go to school, you get a good job. Mm-hmm. And I did that. I'm like, ah, this isn't really feeding my soul. Like, I went to school, got a good job, and I'm still not 
I'm not Satisfied. feeling this. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So for them, I want to show them that like, hey, I mean, yeah, you can go to school, but also here's another way. Like, yo. Is that where they're kind of at right now? Where yeah, they're, they're kind of like I mean, that's just how stuff. it is in the family. Like, go okay. to school, go to school, go to school. It's mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you can do that. But like, hey, if that's not working out, if you're not feeling that, you, you know, I got you. Bro. Yeah, exactly. How was it? Just kind of like as we get closer to wrapping up here. How was it like just for you to know that you got like you kind of have everything figured out with what you want to do? Obviously, you just became a boss, your own boss recently, not even that long ago. And just like kind of like how motivating and just like uplifting was that for you to know that you kind of just really made that bold decision and you've been doing it? I think it's if I'm being honest, I haven't reflected on it like that, Um, at least not to this extent, like, but it's just. I mean, because I'm still figuring stuff out, you know. I don't have it all figured out. I like to think I do, but I'm right. still figuring it out. But of course. it's just knowing that the alternative is going back to a nine to five and being somebody else's employee. Like, that's enough motivation for me. Like, you know, do I want to be waking up at six in the morning, going to another job, getting off at six or whatever? Because mm-hmm. there's sometimes like during the during the wintertime when I was working the nine to five, I'd wake up at six, get home at six. And in the wintertime, it's dark. Like, it's I'd cold. wake up, it's dark. I'd get home and it's dark it's like damn the whole day's gone mm-hmm. i didn't do anything but work for this other dude it's like nah that's enough motivation for me is knowing that the alternative is just a nine to five and that's not what i want to do so you've basically <laughs> just been like stuck in the grind oh yeah like there's been really little to no reflection like dang i really been doing this over the past couple of months it's more of just like you know what does tomorrow hold what is the next exactly, week because i mean it's just like you get caught up in it and it's just like oh you know seven months have passed it's like you did, i didn't even know just because i'm just constantly trying to pick up more clients do more work so. right dang well i mean yeah that's really cool um but I mean, I'm guessing throughout the whole time though, it's been like super happy though. Like you've been obviously like positive vibes, right? Oh yeah, even definitely. with like a, a COVID pandemic going definitely. on, like you've still been able to like yeah. make the most out of it. Yeah, yeah. I think the biggest thing for me is just being able to go and do anything at any time. Like, I mean, you still, I still have to be aware of, you know, when work and play is. But it's just knowing that I don't have to wait until Saturday or Sunday to, to go do, do whatever I want. I can do it. You know, I can do it when I leave. Is that what you're doing when you're working with the with the automotive company? You just have yeah, weekends off. It's usually Saturday, Sunday, or if I take a day off. You know, that's it's tough, just like man. yeah, that, that's. I mean, we got five days off. I think it was if you're one to three years, you got a whole five days off, and if you're three or more years, you get ten. Plus, you get five five sick days by law so it's just like wow i'm gonna work for a whole year and i'm gonna get five days off it's like Sad. that's it's yeah, scary to think about disappointing. Like that. i'm trying to ride the wave that you're on right now where like i have to work for somebody less because I, I work for amazon uh i only do it part-time but i'm still going to school though at okay. arizona state and still trying to manage all this other stuff so i'm trying to like get away from that but obviously i'm a lot younger than you it's a little more tough and a little more like financially like strict because I can't just like let go and then try to build while still trying to build my portfolio. Yeah. You know? So would you say like right now, everything on your portfolio is fully presentable? Like you're not trying to grow your portfolio in any other like aspect. You're about good to go in like oh, yeah, yeah. most areas. Even, yeah. Some, I mean, I'll reach out to some people and they'll be like, oh, well, we're not looking to pay. But if you want to build your portfolio, I'm like, those I'm days not, are gone. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not building a portfolio. Anymore, gotcha. I don't think like, okay. I'm like, no, nah, here's my work. You can pay for it. Like I'm not, That's I'm not sick, portfolio bro. building. So like how many clients would you say you have? They might not have to be consistent every week or every month, but they're your client. They do hit you up. They do like work with you. I would say they're between solid. 
I would say between eight and twelve. Again, they're not all consistent. I was, if I had to say consistent, I would say about five of them are consistent, where I know I can get work mm-hmm. monthly. And um, I don't even think it has to be. I mean, I know people that'll make. They only have like two consistent clients, but I mean, these are like higher dollar. They'll make five, ten thousand per client. Yeah. Um, so I'm I trying mean, to say, like, does it get like overwhelming? Ever? It can, yes. Okay. Because you know you'll be working on something and then another client will hit you up, oh, can you fix this, fix that? And it's like, you got to kind of transition into whatever it is and then come back to whatever you're working on. Mm-hmm. So it does get get uh, a little overwhelming sometimes. But again, that's just being, being self-aware, being able to manage your time. Um, but I mean, I'd rather be overwhelmed than underwhelmed, to be honest. Facts, you know? <laughs> facts, facts. So um, just before we wrap up here then, so the biggest project you're working on now, is that the music video? I would say the music video, just because it's, it's taken, I mean, it's been a couple of months and it's, it's featuring somebody else. So we got it. It's always Trying scheduling. Trying to ramp back up. Yeah. Um, and then we might have to get some extra footage, you know. But mm-hmm. I think music videos for me are, are something that I'm struggling with or I'm trying to get better at mm-hmm. just because you've got a lot. There's a lot going on in the production. So on what side, like pre post or post, just post-production? I mean, even pre like, I mean, I guess it depends because yeah. if, if you plan it out good enough, would you just shoot it? But right now it's the post production just because I don't think we shot it all in one day. So that's tough. We kind of that's not bad. For time. Yeah. Do you normally like write out or like script out a script? of like how you kind of want transitions for the video, kind of like with the music and stuff, or like maybe based on scenes? It depends, well with this one, uh, the artist, he hit me up, he had a shot list ready to go. Did he really? So, yeah, that, I like that. Like, yeah, I that doesn't normally to, happen. Yeah, he was like, yo, I want this, this kind of transition, use this B-roll. I mean, he shot some video before, so we were kind of talking the same language. But it, that just that's so much easier, you just show up and shoot. Versus like somebody's like, yeah, I want to shoot a video, how much is it? I'm like, okay, do you have a shot list? Like they don't have anything so it's just like ah you All know you gotta just brainstorm yeah. stuff and then like you know find shoe locations and make sure that like, that's yeah, what they he want he even had the locations he even had the locations what like, a guy, yeah, let's bro. shoot here let's shoot there I was like alright let's, let's do it out. that's never happened it's usually <laughs> yeah. just been like okay well you think about it and yeah, let me know I'll let like, you know if it's cool yeah I'm like you oh, alright <laughs> was that the first one for you that like they like came that prepared for you yeah that's first sick one. yeah I think the very first video I did it was nothing they were just like yo it was a friend it was a friend of mine he was like yeah we're gonna shoot a video this is how much I'm gonna pay you and that was it. I was just, like, it showed up, and I, like I got my gear ready to go on my gimbal and everything, and we're ready to shoot. And then it's at that point I'm asking him like, okay, so what exactly what kind of are like, we doing? Like, right. what's the vibe? What are we doing? And gotcha. so that one is it's been kind of messy with that one, but yeah. that was the first one. It was a learning experience. It's just like the more you plan before, the better after. Dang. So, dude, I'm excited we did this podcast. Me too, bro. bro. Let's go, man. <laughs> so uh, that's cool, man. I'm happy you got the music video and stuff going, and then obviously you have this like the you know the talk show or like the the radio host yeah. that's cool man it looks like you're like you've been busy i've been trying to yeah, yeah. well that's cool yeah so I, I just like as we wrap up here um to everyone like watching and listening at home definitely like super thankful to have jason today like i look up to him for a lot of content thank you, you know like stuff and ideas and like i guess inspiration right i appreciate and that. so like, I, I do appreciate you coming on and we finally got you on too yeah. we've been kind of like deciding dates and stuff for a while now but uh, yeah, man. I mean, just thanks for coming on, man. This was exciting. I'm glad I got to like talk to you and get to know like what you do more and like just kind of like who you are, bro. Yeah, I appreciate you having me, man. Thank you. So, is there any kind of like final, you know, words you want to say before we wrap up here? Final thoughts is just grind, man. If you really want it, 
you got to prove it to yourself. Like nobody's gonna support you if, if you're not supporting yourself. You just just grind every day. You just keep it consistent and just yeah. work hard, right? Yeah. All right. Well, cool, man. Yeah, thanks for coming on. And uh, obviously, to everyone listening and watching, where can we find you on social? That's Jazz Gold. J-A-S-G-O-L-D. Jazz Gold. To them a follow. You have YouTube? Yes. Can you post on it? Yes. Can we shout that it's out? It's usually just the same stuff that's on Instagram. All right. Well, that will be in the description, guys. Again, thank you for coming on. If you guys enjoyed today's podcast... Make sure you guys hit the like button, and uh, I've been really enjoying like doing this and stuff. Uh, I find like a ton of happiness in this, and uh, so I'm looking forward to the next podcast. I have a cool <laughs> list for you guys, so here we go. We got this one completed, and uh, until next time, see you guys. All right.